0: Welcome to the Mindful Rancher podcast. I'm your host, Christina Williams. This is a podcast where I combine the world of agriculture and the ideas of life coaching. So if you're looking to up-level your agriculture career or simply want to find a way to enjoy this beautiful industry more, then saddle up. Let's make this happen together. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 15. I'm so glad you're joining me here today. I wanted to talk to you a bit about post-mortems. Now, we're not actually going to talk about cutting up dead things and figuring out what might have killed them, but we are going to use this as a really, really powerful analogy. So when you watch your favorite crime show, or maybe if you're a veterinarian, you might be pretty familiar with post-mortems. And we do post-mortems to get information. Information can be gleaned from the outside, and information can be gleaned from the inside. Now, sometimes a diagnosis is so easy. I mean, it is blatant right in front of you. This is why there is a problem, and this is why an animal might have died. Other times, a diagnosis is not so obvious, and it takes a bit of extra testing. You might test for different kinds of toxins, or you might send something away to have it looked at under a microscope, where you need that second set of eyes or that a little more detail to be able to tell what actually might have been the problem. But the most important part of all of this is that we can get so much information. We can learn things that are working well or areas that we have absolutely no problems in. And then we can learn things that might just be little problems, like nothing that would ever cause a fatality, but just things that might be causing just a little bit of an issue here or there. And then we can also learn where there are great big problems, where there is like ultimately the severe problem that, let's take in an animal's case, could have caused death. Now, I think there's so many cases where we can use this concept of postmortem. We might do a postmortem on your day. We might do a postmortem on your week, maybe your month, maybe even your year, or just take a look at the last project that you worked on and do a postmortem on it. I think any time that we can come to a checkpoint or an endpoint on anything that we're working on, we can do a postmortem and look back at the part that's complete to glean information. Now, when you look back and you're trying to gather information, you will just look at it as data, as something interesting that you can gain from experiences that you have had in the past. And it can tell you what you might wanna do going forward in the future. Maybe some changes you wanna make, say maybe some changes you don't want to make on things that are working really, really well. And here is my simple formulation for a really easy postmortem that you can do looking at any time point and looking back to see if you can glean information that will help you in moving forward. Now, this simple method is just three questions. We're going to work our way through them and give a few examples. Now, first rule, do these questions in order. And the reason I say do them in order is because they work really well to set your mindset up so that you get the most information and the most useful information when you're done. So really take the time to do them in the order that I talk about them in. The next is don't skip any questions. There's only three of them. You can do all three. And once again, that is so you don't miss really important information and having your mindset set up to receive that information. Okay, we're ready to start. Question one is, what worked? This question could also be worded as, what went right? What was good? What was healthy? And what is there nothing wrong with? If that kind of helps you to word that question in a different way. So I think it's really important that you spend a good amount of time on this question. And I know that your brain will want to skip this question thinking that the next questions are more important. But I really, really encourage you to force yourself to spend a good chunk of time working on this question. Okay, telling yourself the things that went right and being able to identify them and articulate them is so important. One reason it's really, really important is that it sets your mindset up so that you are prepared to just look at the whole situation, whatever it is, whether it's a day or a year or a project, and be able to identify information as information and look at it in less of a biased view. So when we are often looking at our actions, We have a tendency of being very harsh and often judgmental, even when we're looking at the actions of other people. So setting up this mindset to be able to identify the positive helps balance that already biased mind out a little bit and allows us to look at most things from a perspective of neutrality. And that will be so important as you are trying to get information from this and as you are trying to grow and expand yourself and learn things from your experiences in your past, as well as being able to move on from them and grow in the ways that you want to. So actually seeing things as information and not judging ourselves or others as necessarily good or bad and just being able to really look at a situation and identify the things that we're going to want to do again and the things that we might not want to do again, that will really help us to grow the most and get the most information and data from our experiences. So think about this kind of like a post-mortem on an animal. The animal isn't good or bad if it has lung lesions or it doesn't, but it simply has them or it doesn't have them, and they're either caused by a particular pathogen or the animal was able to bite off that pathogen or didn't have that pathogen. And so that's how we want to see things in the same way, right? Like these things aren't good good or bad, they just are. So first of all, we're looking at what went right. So when you think about that animal postmortem, it's like, are its lungs in good condition? Is its heart in good condition? Is its stomach in good condition? Are its intestines in good condition? We want to first write out all the things that are in good condition. Now, this might sound something like this. I showed up every day and I worked on the project. I took time to stop and consider what I was doing. I even took a couple rest days so that I would be at my very best. I took a lot of small actions towards completing the project. And then if that was my statement, I took a lot of small actions toward completing the project. Then I would write down what those small actions were. I completed this document and I did this document and I completed this and I talked to this person and I tried to, you know, attempt to do this and this and this. Like I would actually outline exactly what those actions were. You may say something like, I sent emails and reminders that I needed to send for the project. And then once again, you can list out those actions that you took. Maybe I spoke up in a meeting and I asked a question to get more information that I needed about the progress of the project. So another example would be if you were looking back at your year and you had a money goal. So you might write down the exact amount of money that you did create. You may write about which months you created it and where that money came from. If you were looking back, maybe over a weight loss goal, you might record the days that you ate the things that you planned to eat and you would write down what you learned about yourself on the foods that your body really liked and the things that triggered you and what you learned, like as very much like I learned this about me by doing this experiment and by going through this project. So it's so important that we have taken time and we really flush this section out. Your brain won't like it, especially when you're looking back at something on maybe a goal that you haven't quite reached yet or something that your brain might consider a failure. It might be really difficult to go in and get specific about the things that went right. Your brain will really want to jump to our next question and we're just about ready to go there. But I encourage you not to move on too fast. Really try to make this list as extensive as possible. And then when you think you have exhausted all the good that could possibly come from the experience that you're writing about, I want you to try to come up with five more things before you move on to this next question. Because it's so important that we have this section so well fleshed out and that we know and understand the things that went right before we move on to question number two. Question number two is what didn't work? So what went wrong? Maybe what was unhealthy or not working? Or what is there something wrong with? That might be another way that you can phrase this question to help your mind come up with things. Most of our minds don't have any problem coming up with all the things that went wrong or that we did wrong. So write these things out as they come up for you as you ask that question about what went wrong. And I encourage you to try to really pay attention to how you're writing these things and see if you can write them in as neutral as you possibly can. And so really watch your adjectives in this section. So things like, oh my goodness, it was a complete disaster. And that should not have happened. This is an absolute horrible thing and I've destroyed everything. This is such a big problem and we can't have this happening. Those kind of things probably won't help you really get a lot of information. They're very like very broad and they're very like, oh my goodness, this is the end of the world. And it's not like we just want to know what things didn't work in the situation that you're thinking about, and you're really trying to glean information from this. So once again, let's go back and like take just an example from like an animal postmortem. You'd be looking, okay, well, where is the unhealthy portion? Where is the thing that's not working? So this is like, okay, can I identify that there might be some lung lesions, or can I identify that there's something wrong in the heart? We already know all the other organ systems that are working correctly, so now we're just identifying. The ones that we can see that there's possibly an issue with. So for this section, it might sound something like this There's a few tasks that I didn't complete, and then I would go ahead and I would write out what each of those tasks were that didn't get completed in the timeline that they needed to be done. I might say, like, there were some questions that I could have asked beforehand to better understand the project, and then maybe write out what those questions were. You might say something like, there were these issues that I didn't speak up about, or I missed attending some key meetings where I would have learned about the expectations of the project. Or you might say something like, I took on five projects when I only had time to complete two of them, so that each project didn't get the time that it needed. Maybe I didn't ask for help when I got overwhelmed with the results on Tuesday, and so I didn't do the project as well as I would have liked to. Or, I got scared and I just ignored the request. I was very stressed and so I overate to take my mind off the stress and that gave me some relief from having to feel stressed. And that's why it's one of the reasons contributing to me not making my weight loss goal. Or, I feel so deprived on my diet so I ordered dessert that I hadn't planned for so I could have something I could enjoy after because I wanted to feel better. Or I spent additional money so I could look like the others in the group because I wanted to belong. So you can see this section could sound very, very different depending on what you're doing a post-mortem on. But just identify the things that didn't go right. So once again, don't judge yourself for this. Really, really watch your judgy mind to not obliterate yourself. This is not the intent of this. This is simply for us to identify the things that didn't go right, so that we have the opportunity to learn from them. This is not the section to beat the living daylights out of yourself about something that you did wrong. And then when you've totally gone through this section, and I'm sure your brain will be very thorough because mine always is, then we go on to question three. And this is a really, really beautiful question. And it is, what am I going to do differently next time? Each of our experiences will always have something to learn from them and they can always aid us as we move forward into the next situation that we find ourselves in. So this is the learn from question. This is where we take all the information about all the good we did and we gather in all the, that past experience of the things that didn't go right and we come up with a plan moving forward. So I always like to include in this question of not only what would I do differently next time, but also what would I do the same next time? So this could sound something like this. Next time I schedule meetings that overlap, then I know it's important that I'm at both meetings. I will request that one meeting is changed or I will request that one of my coworkers attend for me so that I don't miss out on any information. Or next time I'm in an important meeting, I will not check my email at the same time. I could write something like, next time I will ask questions in the same way that I did and I will follow up with additional questions or re-ask my question if the answer doesn't make sense or if they do not answer my question. Or next time, I will be willing to feel the stress and the overwhelm and I will just allow the feeling to be there for five minutes before I take any action. I don't need to use food to hide from a feeling. So these three questions of what went right, what went wrong, and what will I do differently next time are a simple, simple way that you can take a look at any situation that you're in and use that situation to make a plan for how you are going to move forward next time, how you're going to learn from your successes, how you're going to learn from your failures and then how you're going to approach situations in the future. Just remember our successes and our failures do not mean that we are any better or any worse than anyone else around us. They're simply information that we can learn from. This works really well for me. I do really well in this situation. I have a lot of growth to make in this other situation. We take all that stuff in as information and we can learn from it and we can grow. And this whole process of a post-mortem is just taking the time to gather that information in from the experiences that we have gone through, take what those experiences have to offer for us, and then allow us to think through game plans about how we would move forward from each one, allowing us to build upon our successes and build upon all of our failures. Some of the greatest lessons I have learned have definitely come from my failures, and they're things that have taught me so much about myself as well about other people. So when we get in this habit of these types of really purposeful reflections, We can gain new insights into ourselves and that will allow us to reach new heights by simply being able to build upon the experiences of our past. So have fun asking questions and figuring all these things out. It'll be fun. Have a wonderful week. Listening, my friends. If you enjoy this episode, please leave me a rating and review wherever you get podcasts. And stay tuned for more weekly episodes and coaching offers and opportunities.